to a super flexible podcast. It is me, Swagzilla Zero G. I'm going to host this bad boy today with very special friend, friend of the show. I think, I think you know, Russ Fisher from Dynasty Trades Addict. Russ does a lot of stuff, but I think we're always going to connect him to Trade Addicts. Do a lot over at DLF with the feed over there now. You're director of that project. Yet you yeah. haven't reached out to this amazing voice. Oh, I don't Russ, have that how much the hell power. Are you? I, I am freaking wonderful. Ours, you know ours this overrated anyway. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing better now that we actually remembered to talk to each other. <laughs> you know, we talked a few weeks ago. And like every Thursday, man, let's do this. Let's do this. And then Dude, also we'll also point out that today is Friday. I forget uh, what it was though. Like last week, I saw because we both ended up having weird Thursdays and yeah. um, maybe even took each other for granted a little bit. But I saw a trade addicts thing go up. Um, about a trade that had happened and I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like, and my wife was on vacation, as you know, last week. So we were doing other stuff. And then you had an unfortunate event that you were doing yes. on that day. And we both <laughs> spaced it completely. But yeah, here we are, man. Yeah. Here we are. So you made a huge trade in one of your infamous trade addicts league. I believe it was trade addicts five. I want to talk a little bit about some of that today. It wasn't just a trade. I mean, it was a complete overhaul. Well, I mean, it was six trades, to be fair. I just, I, I lumped it all together on Twitter just because I was far too lazy to make five polls. Yeah, and, and the finished product, when six you look polls. at it, I really like, but I am curious to hear some of them separately. Yeah. Before we dig into those, I have a couple, like, easy, easy, like, strategic moves, or I don't even know if it's strategy moves that I think people should do right now if you already haven't in your Dynasty Leagues. Mm. And the one, like, I don't think it is going to take too much conversation time up, but just simply go in, set your lineups. Even if you don't actually want your league to see that you set the lineup, if you don't want them to get that email notification, go in, set your lineups, and see how it actually looks. Because if you're like me, you've been looking at some of your teams through the lens of like just, just kind of looking at it and the IAPs and what you like on it. But go in and, and set that lineup. See how your RBs are looking, your flex is looking, all your wide receivers. Maybe you've been looking at this lineup and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, how is he my wide receiver three? You just never know. And then I think that'll help you see some of the moves you, you need to make in this moment. Because Russ, I mean, you say a lot. I don't know if I completely agree with this, but <laughs> it's always the trade season, which I, but no, it's, I'm, I'm saying it completely wrong, but no, I know, I know what you're getting at. Yeah. It's, we're not setting lineups. Yeah. But we're getting damn close. No, now it's... now is when you start worrying. We we hit August. We had the Hall of Fame game yesterday, which means preseason is right here. It's happening. Now's the time you start thinking about it. You know, when it's June, when it's May, zero care about starting lineups. But yep. we're at the point where you need to start thinking about it. You don't need to start attacking it necessarily, but it definitely should start being in your mind. Yep. Yep. And see if you have those needs and start yeah. filling them for crying out loud. The other one I wanted to mention, because that's, that's just simple. You can just go into your leagues. You're probably not in as many as Russ and I. Yeah. And, and just kind of check it out. And you might be surprised. You might be sitting awesome, but you might be surprised at a couple needs and some moves that you see that you could still capitalize on. For sure. The other one now, I hear a lot of times, and this one might be a bigger discussion point. You might completely disagree with this, Russ. I see a lot of people like, <clears throat> I lost last year, but it was because of Barkley. Mm -hmm. I lost last year, but it was because of said player. We don't even know, need to go down the list. If that's you, I disagree with you. You lost because your team wasn't ready. 
And just getting Barkley back isn't going to be the game changer. Just getting McCaffrey back isn't going to be the game changer. You had a whole season. It wasn't just like you lost these guys in the playoffs. If you had some of these guys, like, and this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm curious what Russ thinks. Barkley, McCaffrey, well, I'll even say Michael Thomas, Dak Prescott. Maybe you can think of some more. But if you lost, air quotes, because of those players, it's now time for you to sell those players while they're still at some kind of peak value. And because you're not ready to win, in my opinion, you didn't lose because of those players. You need to diversify a little bit. I don't want to build around some of the most valuable players in our dynasty landscape if I'm not ready to win. I think it's going to be tough. I mean, there's some fairness in everything you just said. Losing Christian McCaffrey is a big hit, but losing one player shouldn't destroy your team. Mm -hmm. You know, if you quote unquote lost because you lost Saquon, because you lost Dak Prescott, yeah, that sucks. Like, if you came in second place, then yeah, don't worry about it, man. You no, are absolutely. solid. I'm glad you did say that. But if you came that, in like tenth, I'm talking about like lost... out of contention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's good. But, good point. Yeah, if you miss the playoffs because you missed that one player, yeah, your team's not as good as you thought it was. Chances are, if you had like three of those dudes, then okay, that's understandable. Right. And I am so sorry you went through that. Right. Um. But the truth is, you. Re- even if you won last year, even if you had a completely healthy roster, other people had those guys that got hurt. They came back. You can always make your team better. Like I'm in, tra- I, I won trade addict six last year and I love my team. I like all the players I have and they're all high scoring players. And every once in a while in the chat, someone be like, let's get some trades going. Let's do something. And I, I, ju- I jokingly go, I'm not going to mess with perfection, man. You know, you know, I, I beat all you already. I'm not giving you my good players. And it, of course, I'm a thousand percent joking because I will always trade sure. those for the hell of it. But also you can literally always make your team better unless you have even if you have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Devontae Adams is my wide receiver one. Like, let's even if your team is filled with ones at everything. They were last year. That doesn't mean they're going to be this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it, it's wonderful to think that. As long as Christian McCaffrey is healthy, he's going to be the running back one because he has the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't mean that's going to happen. So right. just because I lost because I lost CMC doesn't necessarily work because what happens now that we have a 17 week season? He drops to like 70 percent touches instead of 99. Like That's going to be a six to 10 point hit per week. Yeah, like, it, it's going to be a, it's going to be an issue for you. So. Absolutely. Don't rest on the laurels of I would have been fine if I had this one, two or two guys. You absolutely should be making moves, if anything, to build your depth and not be completely screwed if you lose one guy. Mm hmm. But I do agree with you, though, if if you finish like second place yeah. and you were competitive all season and you didn't have Barkley or McCaffrey, those guys would have obviously been game changers in those yeah. moments. If you made it that far without them, your team is ready. <laughs> you know, that yeah. that's a little different. But to me, like if it just like you lost one guy and the season completely slowly fell apart from the beginning and like you said you only have one of those guys not all three of them and i think you can kind of see those moments though when you have to just kind of be like ah it's my only share of barkley but i do need to 
as I like to say, split the stocks on this and go a little bit of a different direction. And I don't know, man, I like to sell before peak value. I I know that sounds absurd to some people, but peak value just getting out your market you're early before you're late like it makes sense you don't want to miss the peak so you sell a little early it i get it um peak value isn't always peak value in a trade in my opinion for for one reason i think it limits your market because if i'm trying to trade you barkley for example there's mm-hmm. probably only like two to three play teams in that team in your league that feel like they can afford him yes. and feel like it makes sense for their contention cycle yeah. So now you have to work with the pieces that they have mm-hmm. at peak value versus like when they're going up and people still see that they could have a profitable gain. You might actually get more in the long run when you have like six to 10 teams of the 12 to work with versus mm-hmm. those three that are just like, yes, I need that final piece to make this happen. It's, it's just, it's not just about the value, but the, market that you've limited yourself to in my opinion yeah absolutely and we'll talk about this later uh when we go over the trades that i made it's very important to realize that each league is absolutely its own market just because even if you have christian mccaffrey in two leagues you traded him in one doesn't mean excuse me doesn't mean you can get that same trade in another league clearly i don't mean the exact players but like that value let's say you traded mccaffrey for pretty much the equivalent of three firsts that doesn't mean you're going to have someone in that other league willing to pay three firsts. Again, like you right. said, for players like that, especially running backs, you're limited in who you can trade them to. You know, even if we're talking about like Devontae Adams, because all of a sudden 28, you're a grandpa. But like, yeah. I mean, if you have CeeDee Lamb, it's a little different because he's insanely young and very good. But yeah, the longer you wait, the longer you hold, the older a player gets the less teams that will be able and willing to go after him. So Mm -hmm. if you have a player that you think would be smart to get out of, it's it's a good idea to be able to cast as wide of a net as possible because that will widen your range of outcomes in your offers. So you have a chance of someone willing to pay a little more to make sure they get him instead of someone else in the league. Yeah. Um, Trade Addict 6, is that... um... That's the league you won. You just said that's the, is that the league that J Mike had, had all the first this year? It is. So yeah. you gave him Trevor Lawrence at 112. Yes. Technically, I, I gave him Trevor Lawrence at 112. Yes. For losing. For, yeah. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legitimately yelled at him for that. And of course, completely jokingly, because if you haven't seen it, go search J Mike's profile <laughs> for the J Mike invitational thread where he did short videos for every pick he took, which I appreciated so much. It was so amazing. Well, and he, he purposely and picked he them out of order. Himself. Yes. And he did it with a couple of hymns. Like mm-hmm. it was awesome, but like yes. freaking priceless. He put effort into it and I love yeah. him so much for it. It was yeah. great. Absolutely. The reason I brought that back up is because we're about to get in your trades. Is that the direction you're taking with this team? Actually, forget I said that. Okay. Well, you you can remember we're going to get there i already forgot it it's fine do you are you afraid of j mike's team this year because oh yeah, that's so a much. lot of changes dude i well, saw that draft and the, even like looking today because we do rookie fever a lot dude he's he's got some freaking players on that team can i be honest his team was pretty good in the first place <laughs> it's so it's terrifying yes i my goal is to hopefully win this year and then just blow it the hell up you know, because I have, I mean, I have Mahomes, which is nice, but then my second QB is Tom Brady. I have Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, 
uh, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson, Darren Waller. Uh, clearly, I have a couple more that a I'm nice kind of blanking team. on. Yeah, it's a really, really good team. The problem is Tom Brady's 67. Aaron Jones is a 26-year-old running back. Austin Eckler, I think, is 27. Uh, Devontae Adams, 28. Thankfully, I got to sell DeAndre Hopkins, which makes me sad because he would help me win again, but it helped me get Austin Eckler. Uh, besides the point, you know, like I'm aging up a little bit, in which case I would rather try to just win again because I still have the potential to do that with the scorers I have. And then I'll figure it out later. You know, let J. Mike have his two years and then hopefully in 2024, I can do, you know, I could pull an outhouse invitational like he did and, you know, pull it back around because no, his team is going to be a monster, especially because he picked one hell of a year to get all the picks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that now it's almost like I want to start just aiming for 2023 picks. Those are the ones I'm trying to get thrown into trades right now. More or less. Yes. But I think assuming you're playing with people on Twitter, they're, they're wise to it. So it honestly seems like 2022s and 23 firsts are, if anything, equal value at this point, when it should be sooner, the more valuable. And I know there are some people that don't necessarily subscribe to that, but now it's everyone because everyone has it in their head. 23 is going to be better than 22. Yeah. Yeah. And we always get excited once they're here, no matter what the class is, honestly. Uh, Yeah. So then I'm assuming, because one move you made in Trade Addicts 5 with this huge trade that we're about to get into is, and and I love this, and I think that you, you mentioned it in the original tweet. Oh, I had I to specifically, I didn't see anybody else yeah. comment on it was you made sure that in your process, the most one of the important things, I, I don't know that the it was most, the most important, 100%, but was getting I, your 2022 first back mm-hmm. before you decided to that you could, I don't even want to say that you wanted to, but that you could throw it into this like ultimate rebuild and that was one thing besides all the first you got back that really stood out to me and just like that's that's the piece right there that people yes. might be missing like in the importance of what russ is doing here was getting that first back so i'm assuming trade addict six you don't have a first oh i probably don't even have any picks above a yeah. fourth between so 22 and 23 go next year but then yeah. trade addicts five you got years back was that the first move you made in this rebuild no um probably the second or third um i knew i was gonna get it is what it comes down to you know before i did anything ridiculous the first move i made was small it was like irv smith and a third for a first you know i was fine doing that even you know, I didn't think I'd be able to get a first for Irv, so I was just excited and I took it. Yeah. So, and that was the kind of player I would be. You're just going to be streaming tight ends at that point anyway, if you're sticking with Irv as your starter. So right. I was fine doing that. But uh, JD from Goat Just District had my first, and honestly, the way our negotiations were going, I knew I was going to get it, and he knew I wanted it, and he kept trying to not give it to me. And and it, like it's funny, it went through, and I'm like you know this isn't happening unless i get my first he's like i know but you can't blame me for trying i'm like <laughs> i can blame you <laughs> i get it but you know i definitely blame you yeah um, jd's awesome I, and i mean it's his fault i did this too um two weeks ago i did the outhouse challenge where people send me offers i put it on twitter if their side wins the poll i accept it he sent me stefan diggs elijah mitchell and a 23 second for terry mclaurin and juju smith schuster and the dig side won 53 to 47. And honestly, that trade crushed my soul. I think Juju is insanely undervalued and he yeah. was so smart to go after him. Uh, Diggs should be this highly valued. I love Stefan Diggs. It just did not fit that team. So I'm sitting there with a complete trash team and then I have Stefan Diggs and Nick Chubb and I'm just like, I can feel together a kind of a 
okay lineup with a couple of studs. But if I'm looking around, I see there's some very good teams. Screw it. Let's have fun. You know, so I absolutely went for it. But to bring back to your original point and just to say it out loud in case someone needs to hear it, if you don't have your first, don't do it. There's being bad doesn't help you if you don't have your first. It only helps whoever has it. So if you don't have your first, go get it before you do this or you go into more of a retooling than you do a rebuilding building and make sure you're still able to score a decent amount of points so that guy doesn't get the one-on-one because you don't want someone else to get it right you do not want to like purposely be making your team suck and watch somebody else get that value that you get for sucking (laughs) yeah even if you have your 23 first be decent for half a year give that guy the 104 and then next year sell the rest of your crap and go for the 101 don't don't help other people if you don't have to yeah i I completely agree and that was that was one of the moves i really liked about that and the big pieces you moved in that were Diggs and chubb that you've mentioned a lot and then you ended up with six firsts over the next two years three and three yeah over three years no, no, no. Sorry. Three this year, three next year, three the year after. Okay. Gotcha. And then you got Jalen Rager and who is the other kind of Jalen Rager, Devonta Smith, Kadarius. Like I got a lot of very young wide receivers, Kadarius, Tony. Um, I mean, do you want to just go through the trades? It'll be easy. Yeah, yeah, probably. for sure. All right. So let's start at the very beginning where it was, like I said, Irv Smith and a 22 third for a 22 first. I was thrilled. Uh, that was sent to me. I didn't even send that out. The next one was. I like that one. Yeah, the next one was with JD, where I sent Stefan Diggs, Debo Samuel, and a 22 third. And I got Paris Campbell, my 22 first, and his 23 first. First of all, okay. I'm a Paris Campbell guy. Like, I, I firmly believe in this dude. It's one of those, if he could just stay healthy and cross everything on my body that can get crossed, you know, that he stays healthy. Because, like, he was good for a game and a half last year. And in a game and a half, he got, like, 15 targets. <laughs> I mean, it's a different offense. It's a different quarterback. Not even the real starting quarterback if Carson Wentz doesn't come back in time. But I believe in the player of Paris Campbell. And especially with Quentin Nelson also might be missing time. There might be a couple more dump-offs. I know it's just one guard, but it's the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so, at least. I don't know if there's a measurable way to say that, but he's awesome anyway, so I'm going to say it. You know, so I love Paris Campbell. And then getting my 22 first was huge. Yeah. And as many firsts as I can get. And he... The only player he has on his team that I've ever wanted was DK Metcalf, and it didn't make sense for me to spend up for a wide receiver or anyone right now. So I wanted to break it down into more pieces. So I absolutely knew I couldn't get my first and go after DK. So I went for the lower end wide receiver just to bulk up some depth in case if he hits either, yay, I have a good wide receiver or that's another guy I could flip for another first. Yeah. There's also a little bit of um, knowing your league and your league mates in this trade, too, because anybody that knows J.D., like Debo Samuel is a weakness. Mm -hmm. So when he saw that, I mean, it it was probably I mean, and digs over Debo and I I, J.D., I'm sure agrees with that. But Debo is a weakness of J.D. And so is Terry McLaurin, which is why he went after him in the outhouse challenge. And I jokingly went for him when I was doing this. And he's just like, nah, man. And I'm like, I know. But, you know, I couldn't help it. I had to try. Absolutely. Uh, the so, next trade. Okay. The next, this was another one that was, nope, never mind. That was the next one. The next one I sent Nick Chubb and Raheem Mostert because there was zero reason for me to have Raheem Mostert on my team. I got Devonta Smith and a 22 and 23 first from the same team. So yeah. technically a first this year, 
and first next year and the first the year after for Nick Chubb. Yeah, that one's that one's tough for me. I get it though. I think if I was higher on Devontae Smith, I, I mean, still I still like the finished product. This one I wonder if you could have got more for Chubb. I I've tried. Let me put it that way. Like we've said, each league is its own market. I've mm-hmm. been trying to sell Chubb for a while now, which sucks because I went out and specifically got him. And then here's the problem with me. <laughs> I don't always pay attention to what I'm doing. Like when I know I want a player, I'll go and offer every single oh, league. Right. I didn't pay attention to what league this was. I got him in a league I shouldn't have paid up for a running back in. Again, it was the off season, So like I just figured, okay, the value's there. But uh, so I knew I was going to end up having to trade him eventually anyway. Yeah, I'm not. I like Devonta Smith. I don't know if he'll ever be a top 12 fantasy wide receiver, but I like the player. I like the landing spot, regardless if it's Jalen Hurts or Deshaun Watson. Better if it's Watson, obviously. But who the hell knows what's going on with that? But there's uh, a chance. I think you're kind of right. Part of my problem, what happens is I, 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 I get caught up in comparing like Devonta Smith to the wide receivers I like more in this particular class. Yes, you can't Instead do that. Instead of Devonta Smith on his Well, I mean, how far down do you go? Uh, Devonta or Jalen Waddle? Waddle for me. All right. Um, that, that was before anything. Yeah. Into, like, right, that's, um, that's easy also because they're on the same team. I'll, I'll take uh, Rondell Moore. That was my question. The book to the two Moores or Bateman? I'll take Elijah Moore, yep. Okay. Wow. You're going to uh, Bateman? Um, I'll probably take Bateman. I like Bateman, the player Bateman, of Bateman. That's just better. it, dude. Yeah, I like the player <laughs> Bateman better, but I still even seeing all these nice catches in camp from Bateman, like you can tell he's a for real product. I'm not knocking the product. I don't it's that love the landing spot, the offense yeah. and what I really think they're going to do there. And I, I know you hear and Michael Finero all the time on rookie fever is, is reminding me like it's the talent you want. Like stop worrying yeah. about the landing spots, but sometimes AJ Brown, right? Spots, and sometimes AJ Brown's a great example. He's the example at this point, right? Yeah. And then there's just other times though. I don't know, man. I just kind of like you said with Smith, I don't know if I see a wide receiver one because of the situation. Does that mean he can't be a viable, like wide receiver two from mid to low end and still give you fantasy points? Not at all, but just to have him, thrusted into some of those conversations in that offense is tough for me. And I think Sammy Watkins is going to get some looks that people aren't going to see in any highlight reels because you don't want to, by the way, not because they're not happening. The media knows what you want to see. And I could see Watkins having a decent year there. Hey, hashtag team Clemson, big wide receiver. I love me some Sammy Watkins. Yeah. It's hard to let go, isn't it? Always, always, especially with those guys. Mike Williams is going to be a thing this year, people. He's going to. <laughs> no, he could be. I think Herbert's going to spread that ball around a little I, bit more. I want him to. I do believe it. Um, but yeah, so I felt really good about this because regardless of how I felt about Smith, he was drafted in the first. Everyone that I know of has him as a first round pick. So yeah. in my head, I just got three first round picks yeah. for Nick Chubb. And I mean, Raheem Mostert is whatever. Like, I didn't care yeah. at all about throwing him in there. I feel the same about Mostert. Yeah. Um, so I don't then, hate that. And having those three thirds, I mean, you're going to like it in those drafts a lot. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's going to be a little tough. Like, I need to, like, I have Tua on my team. So assuming my pick ends up being the 101, I'm a big, I firmly believe Tua is awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to, if I get the 101, I'm going to have two very good quarterbacks. And I don't know how quickly I plan on doing this rebuild, especially with the three or four thirds firsts I have in 23. But if Devonta Smith has two flash games real quick, I mean, I could easily at least get a first for him. Yeah. You know, if I want to just completely build through a draft or move him to a different player, 
Like I'm trying yeah. hard to get Jerry Judy, so Even I think if I might you try and try to get a 2023 for Smith. It makes your team a little worse this year. Yet yeah, better yeah, shot cares? at that yeah. 101. Yeah. All right, next trade is a nice small one. Again, one that was actually offered to me, which was pretty cool. Uh, Naheem Hines for Kadarius Tony. And while I'm not, I don't feel anything about Kadarius Tony. I don't need Naheem, Naheem Hines on my yeah. team. That's <laughs> what it comes down to. I'm, I'm like, fine, you. give me the rookie wide receiver over uh, what by now fifth year running back yeah. who. It's going to score points, especially again with a hurt quarterback and a hurt lineman. So yeah, I, like, I, feel I honestly like you won didn't this think. trade the minute you made it, even if you trade Tony away before he ever hits yeah, the field. Well, I, I it feel was like super fitting for Hines. the yeah, it was super fitting for both of our teams. You know that yeah. dude wants to win, I don't. And again, the same thing with Devonta Smith. If he happens to have a couple of flash games, I could move him for at least what I spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah at least if not more today. Exactly. Yeah. He I just mean, that's happened the, to have what he wanted. Like you said, he targeted you because you had the running back that he wanted. Yep. Here's a nice little small one. I didn't honestly feel super great about this one just because of the player involved. I traded away Amari Rogers and a 22 fourth for Russell Gage and a 22 second. Hmm. I stared at this for a few minutes. I'm like, am I going to do that chasing the glamorous idea of green bay wide receivers or do i just take the seconds amari rogers was probably drafted in the third i was far too lazy to look in which case a 22 second would be his value i was just like screw it man just give me the pick yeah i don't that's really what it came down to like i'm hoping i can use russell gage as a fill-in for another trade just like some stupid throw-in like i did with raheem Mostert. just like yeah make it look like there's an well there will be another player but like add another player to make it look more for the other person's side because clearly russell gage has nothing to do with my team but i'm like fine i guess i don't care i have a couple of mari rogers just in case if he does do well so i don't need him here i like how you broke it down too because sometimes like and i even wonder this with some of the trades that i offer people a player like Russell Gage, even though we can see his upside this year, he sometimes like will cheapen a trade, like in yeah. a weird way. You're like, yeah, yes. I'll take the second, but for some reason, this other part of his trade is tainting my perspective. <laughs> like, what, why? And then you're just finally like, no, I'll take the second, and I get Russell Gage. Okay, done deal. Like, simple as that. If the if Russell Gage wasn't there, you probably would have still done the deal in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's kind of weird how that happens. I I look at that sometimes and I'm like, this shitty player makes complete sense on their team versus mine, but it also cheapens the deal in a weird way. Yeah. And just when that happens, ignore it, (laughs) you know, take the pick you want. And if it really bothers you, just drop that guy afterwards. Right. Or, or yeah, go get a fourth for Gage if that's all you think of him. And, and you know, Gage might be a bad example because I do think he's going to have some relevance this year. But if it, even if it's somebody lesser and, like Russ said, drop him or just try to go get something or toss him into another trade, keep moving yeah. on. Or, like, technically this was Russell Gage for a fourth because, to me, Amari Rogers for a second makes sense. So go throw Russell Gage and a fourth and try and get a third. Just, yeah. you know, there's no point in not sure. getting an asset. You could do something with it. Yep. And the last trade I did was this one Kenny freaking Galladay man like I talked to you a little bit about this one I'm glad I'm glad this one's coming up I know yeah. you had some reservations but you also felt like I, I've said it a few times already this show each league is its own market you have to understand what you can get if you really feel the need to move someone you just gotta sooner or later accept it um I believe in Kenny Galladay I I like the player I like the spot in New York 
actually. So I have him on a couple of teams where I'm competing and I feel good about it. But like, I just wanted to move him here. And if I were smart, I would wait to the season because if I believe in him, I believe he's going to score points, in which case I could trade him for more. But I already made five trades. And why would I not want the double hat trick? Like, why wouldn't I go try right. and make a six trade? It, it, it is absolutely not a smart move, but I don't care about being smart. I care about having fun. Um, so I tried. Do you wish you waited? No. Because that's I'm one thing you him. mentioned to me. I don't know if it was on the your your tweet that you put out about that trader in a DM, but that's one thing you mentioned to me is like Galladay's value is probably going to go up a little bit, so maybe. But but at the same time, like you said, sometimes you just need to like get out when somebody's there shopping at your market. <laughs> yeah, and then honestly, it's not that far off from what I would have wanted anyway. So like you know, you just am I going to fight for the value of a second at this point? No, I'll take it. It's fine. No. Um, do I wish I waited? No. Should I have waited? Yes. I mean, those are two very different things. I, the yeah. smart move would be to wait, but I, I'm happy with what I did. Uh, the Well, first, let me tell you the process of what happened. I sent an offer to everyone. You know, the first thing I did was send out trades to everyone, including Chubb and Diggs. Because that that was my first move. Because if I couldn't pull that off, then I'm going to have to find a way to compete. So once it came down to Galladay, I sent Galladay to everyone. And I knew it would be tough to get pick value for him. Especially so I start, this week. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started trying to do see if I can get some like wide receiver swaps. Like straight up. I, I, I mean, I sent Galladay for Ayuk, which I knew it was going to get rejected, but I couldn't not try. Um, but like he rejected and said, honestly, I don't think I would give a first for Galladay right now. And that like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I'm, I wish I could remember. I even tweeted it out to some, you know, cause I tweeted out apparently Galladay's not worth the 23rd first anymore. Oh, I saw that. And so many people were very upset with me for saying that. They're like, he never was. Yo, he's always terrible. And I was just like, no, but he wasn't. He's was very good for a while and yes he was hurt last year that doesn't mean he's bad now um so i tried for a lot of like young wide receiver swaps i tried to do him for Cortland sutton that didn't work out him for jerry judy that didn't work out um mostly because the guy with judy also is aiming for young so i'm gonna try i might spend one of my picks and try and go get judy because i believe he's gonna do awesome besides the point but the trade i ended up doing was kenny galladay and a 23 third for jalen rager and a 23 first what it came down to was this was the only way i was getting a first out of it and i don't care about throwing a third in i wanted michael Pittman and the first but he would not let that happen you know i tried Honestly, I tried Michael Pittman in a 23 first for Galladay a couple of weeks ago, and I was hoping that magically he would be willing to do it now. Clearly, he was not. Yeah. Um, and then I, I figured that out, and I sent Galladay for Rager and a first because if I'm not getting – my mind just blanked. Who did I send it for? If I'm not getting Michael Pittman, I'm not getting LaVisca Chenault. And right. the only other young guy he had was Jalen Rager. And honestly, I like Rager, and I'm actually happy they brought another wide receiver on. I like Rager as a wide receiver, too, on the team. So I'm absolutely down for it. I do now have Rager and Smith, which I feel a little weird about. But, you know, I don't care enough about that right now, you know, yeah. with what my team is. You know, I'll, I'm fine waiting to see which of them does better and then figuring it out from there. Yeah. But is like me adding a third and the difference between Rager and Pittman enough for me to not make a trade and not be able to move Galladay for a first? No. 
No, I, I completely agree. And it sounds like you tried hard enough in that league. Another thing, too, that you did is kind of like the reverse of what we mentioned earlier when I said sometimes like throwing those crappy players in a trade just makes it look a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. While you didn't do that, and while Jalen Ragers may not be that guy yet that completely makes a trade look worse, you did get an undesirable asset for most people that mm-hmm. they've probably either felt stuck with or already tried to get rid of it to no avail. So you yep. gave them an out yep. at the same time and making them almost feeling like it almost, in their eyes, it almost depreciated that first that they yeah. were giving you because <laughs> they were like, finally, I can get rid of Rager. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, um, so now at this point, you have Rager. We saw a highlight of one big catch. Do you have any interest of completely moving on from him or trying to move him in that league, or you're going to wait to see bigger oh, things? At this point, I might as well wait because, I mean, can you get a second for Rager right now? Not easily, I don't think. Probably not. And I believe in the, again, I believe in the talent, and I don't think, well, first of all, that offense that team was a dumpster fire last year and i'm hoping the new coach and hopefully there's some non-insanity i guess just sanity um at their quarterback position eventually before the season starts so they can actually figure out an offense Mm -hmm. because i believe again like i wanted the eagles to end up with jamar chase because i love the idea of a true x receiver across from jalen rager smith He's not bad. He's, I know it's a contentious point, but he's, he's too skinny to be a true ex. The, the dude can get muscled a lot easier than Jamar Chase can, you know, just to call it what it is. So I still like that there's another target besides the tight ends on the team, besides Jalen Rager. I think scheming him open, giving him a couple of designed plays, whether they're end arounds or screens or something is great for Rager. And I'm hoping they have more of an ability to do that now that defenses have to worry about the other side of the field. Yeah. So I, I would rather there's no sunk cost at this point. If I hold on to him and he sucks, oh no, I don't get a third. If I hold on to him and he does good, cool, I can get a second. Or add him to someone else to get another first. You know, there's when someone is such a sunk cost already, there's no reason just to move on that quickly, especially if you're not trying to win. You know, if you're tr- if I was trying to win and I took Jalen Rager just to get a deal done, yeah. Right right now, I would be packaging him with other people to see if I can squeeze a little bit of value of someone who doesn't just hate him for no reason. Yeah. Now, your next move through 2021 and 2022 is going to be to try to make a couple of those teams that you have the picks from completely suck. I have, once I got players first, teams first, I avoided giving them more players, you yeah. know, because I had a couple of, you know, when I sent out offers for Galladay, I avoided the teams so that I got their first froms because I don't want them to score more points. Uh, I absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Like, you, you do what's best watch for your their team, matchups, man. trade your good players to the teams that need help beating those teams that week, you know, like you can control it in other ways than just uh, taking things out of their lineup, put good things in other people's lineups mm-hmm. the weeks they're playing those teams that have your picks and even you're you know because your goal is you want your pick to be the 101 but still try to make theirs oh i'm not gonna hate having the 101 can, 102 you know, and 103 man you know savage moves going on in trade addicts five this year man yeah boys <laughs> gonna be exciting to hear this has been a lot of fun Russ, I appreciate this. We've talked a couple times, but haven't hit record in a while, dude. Yes, I'm so happy we got to. Absolutely. I'm going to be probably trying to sell some Galladay 
I have one share I acquired in a trade. And if I, it's and in I, a league we're in together and my team doesn't suck, hit me up. It's not. No, that sucks. It was. I'll tell you the move really quick. Yeah. Um, so... This, I did a solo super flexible a couple weeks ago and had some cells on there. One of them was Keenan Allen. And then the next one I'm getting ready to do, Baker's one of my cells. And, and Tua is a buy. So oh, yeah. what I did here was I traded away Baker and Keenan Allen. And some people are going to hate this trade. This was a couple weeks ago, but still. So I traded away Baker and Keenan Allen, and I got back Tua and Galladay. And that was it. I love that trade. I mean, I love, I really like Baker and Keenan Allen, but Baker and Tua are kind of sideways for me. You know, their value is pretty on point, except I think Tua has the better upside. Uh, he is in an offense that I think they will want to pass more than run. And we, you know, Chubb just got a three year extension and mm-hmm. Hunt just got one last year. So I think that that proves they want to be a run first. And honestly, yeah. I think Baker can be that efficient guy. He's no Russell Wilson, don't get me wrong, but he can do well enough. But the problem is you don't really want well enough yeah. all the time. You know, you want a guy with a ceiling, and that is absolutely Tua. And Keenan Allen and Galladay, again, that's a little sideways, but you're not going to get big plays out of Keenan Allen. You're going to get big plays out of Kenny Galladay. You'll get more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. I got a little younger, and I got the guy with the newer contract. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you secured yourself better. And um, a lot of that was about moving on from Baker because a lot of the reasons you just said, it was just, I I think, yeah, Baker can be efficient. I think, you know, he's pretty good for that offense. Man, excuse me. But they can turn to that run at any time in the game and just keep it going. And I think that's where we're going to see the inconsistency from Baker is just. Well, see, the thing is, like, Baker is going to probably be that super solid QB 18? Yeah, 18 to like 20. He's been. And there's no real ceiling there. Like, even if they get down in a game, they're not going to open up the air attack. That's just not the way the team is yeah. built. So, like, you're going to walk, you know, you're going to be thrilled to walk away with 16 points every single week at yeah. Baker. And honestly, that has its place. Absolutely, that has its right. place. But if at the same exact cost you can get Kua, I would absolutely right. do it. And that's just it with me like if you get into a situation where i feel like we've had a couple of years where we really couldn't move baker without completely taking a hit and i i feel like it changed this off season so if i have a player that hasn't changed too much and i'm sure he had that nice stretch at the end of the season that's definitely worth noting but really hasn't changed much his situation hasn't changed too much and all of a sudden there's a window where i can move him a little bit easier it just appeared yeah. and i'm i'm taking advantage of that every time so I'm glad you like it. It makes me feel a little bit better. It made me feel like, and something I don't always advise to people, but it made me feel like I made a trade that I still had work to do because now I still feel like I kind of want to move Galladay. Oh, and- absolutely. It just as long as you're in the league that you can do that in. If you're in an active league, no trade is your last trade. You know, just because you don't necessarily like a player, as long as you think you can roll him over, as long as you're in a league with someone you know that we'll take this guy, take him, and then work on moving him. I offered, before the injury, I offered Brian Edwards and Galladay for Elijah Moore and was rejected with a quickness. 
That is so, you know what I mean? Same problems That's you had ridiculous. in Trade Addict 5 Why? when you finally have to get to the point and just take a deal if you want to. Like, I offered to the point where I was finally like, can, okay, dude. Can like, I be honest? That's a free holiday. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, and it was one of those where you almost were finally like, all right, I'm sending this just to get the deal done. And then it was still rejected. And I was just like, okay, I think you, you helped me dodge a bullet there. But yeah, especially because you were trying to give up the combination of Terrell Owens, Randy Moss and Devontae Adams. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Silly you. (laughs) So yeah, man, you just never know. Yep. I I'm super glad you hopped on with me today. I'm super glad we did this too. Tell hey, them everywhere week, to find you and anything <laughs> I missed at the top of the show. Oh, uh, uh, at Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter, DLF Family Podcasts, the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, you know, Trade Addicts Show, Dynasty Game Night, the DLF Trade Show on YouTube. Uh, I do Outhouse Thoughts, which is on the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. YouTube. What what night is that trade show? comes out on Thursdays during the day. Uh, I, I co-host it with Addison Hayes, who mm-hmm. runs the YouTube. So I, I lovingly just, I show up, I talk and leave, and I don't have to do anything else. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I am at Swagzilla Zero G. This is at Superflexible Podcast on the Twitterverse. I also think you should trade Traquan Smith away. Oh, if you have him, absolutely. That, any of those dudes, like Deontay Harris and Marcus Callaway, if you can get any yeah. value for them, just just go. You know, there's yep. there's no. Even if they are good, it won't be for a long time. Yeah, you know, it'll just be a this season thing. So you might as well get your second if you can. Exactly. Traquan Smith was in this almost exact situation last two year. years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you know. But without Michael Thomas, he had a lot of wins. Taysom Hill, even still some Drew Brees, and I think he was good for 400, 500 yards in a very similar situation to where he's in this year. And people just got excited again. Move that bad boy. That is one guy I moved off of. I was a fan of him. No more.